It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, talking real estate around the UAE and available, of course, as always on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcasts from. Well, it's a Tuesday morning, would you believe, the very last day of October. Yes, the 31st today. And for those of you that are looking to purchase property before Christmas, as I've mentioned before, you know, the clock is ticking. Real estate transactions require time for due diligence. Mario will tell you this in just a moment. Negotiations, of course, that needs to be done. And settlement, there are no elves able to help you with this. So the the window to complete these tasks before Christmas is definitely closing. The gate is nearly shut. And with just 56 days until Christmas, you're nearing the point where completing your transaction before Christmas becomes really super challenging. Well, it's been a busy year for us, but it's been incredibly fast. The deals the developments, the developers, the expats moving into the UAE. The marketplace when it comes to real estate has hit new highs in 2023 with this insatiable appetite. You've heard me mention that. Mario's been on to it as well. Insatiable appetite for property buying and investors are not slowing down, adding properties to their portfolios weekly. And coming up, we are talking about the UAE property market. What else? With Mario Volpi, your real estate property professional, who no doubt at the weekend had a, another busy couple of days. And good morning to you, Mario. Welcome to the last day of October. Thank you, Craig, and good morning to all the listeners. So, yeah, that would be about the case of it, wouldn't it? The year has gone by really fast, but the insatiable appetite is still there. It definitely is. And honestly, it, it's scary to think that we are actually at the end of October. When I when I stop to think about the actual year, I'm thinking exactly where has it gone? Literally, where has it gone? But uh, no buyers are still registering, and it's a case of getting the right properties for the right buyers. So if you've got that, then you've got a recipe that uh, definitely will raise the cake. And don't forget to send in any of your questions, because Mario, you love answering these questions, don't you, when the emails come through? <laughs> yeah, I do. And, and obviously, I, I do that also on a sideline when I write for the national newspaper. So I, I, I write a column called Homefront, and that answers questions, property-related questions, a bit like a, an agony aunt, but for property, not for love, as it were. So yeah, bring it on. Now, it doesn't matter if you're not in Dubai because we get these emails from all corners of the world and we love receiving them. So let us know where you are listening to the Dubai Property Podcast from. Now, the Palm Jebelali, there is plenty of commentary going on at the moment. Uh, some of these commentators, these experts are predicting that buyers could potentially double their capital gains within five years. Of course, the project is expected to be completed by 2027. And Mario, you'd kind of expect that, wouldn't you? Double the money in five years. I mean, these are waterfront properties. 
Yeah, and, and Palm Jebel Ali is definitely something that uh, we've been expecting and anticipating for, for many a year. It's finally arrived in terms of the initial sales. And I can tell you that uh, some of the first villa um, properties that were sold at the initial launch are already start starting to see some premiums on top. So look, there's a lot to go. Uh, there's a lot to be sold. And we, we shouldn't really get ahead of ourselves. But if you're, if you're looking at the paces of the capital appreciation that Dubai is currently bringing in today's market, there should be no reason at all why these kind of achievements can't be uh, fulfilled given, given sort of five years down the line. Because it's not just about building the houses, it's about building the infrastructure and what's around. And that will be the key. And I've always said that the launch of Palm Jebel Ali today, the only uh, thing that's benefiting today is actually Palm Jumeirah because that's uh, not quite finished, but virtually. So uh, the eyes on palms, be it Jebel Ali and Palm Jumeirah, definitely on them. Yeah, and as you say, there's a long way to go when it comes to Palm Jebel Ali. If it's an F1 race, we've probably just done 100 metres, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, but with Ferrari coming third and fourth in Mexico at the weekend, I'm a bit disappointed given that we were 1-2 on the grid. Yeah, the F1, boy, has, hasn't that sort of proved its popularity? Now, talking of popularity or not, Mohamed Alibar, a prominent uh, real estate magnate, has expressed concerns about Dubai's rapidly expanding luxury market. Now, he was speaking, Mario, at the Future Investment Initiative. This was in Riyadh, where he voiced his apprehension citing the limited resources to meet the growing demand. What did you make of this? Well, I read this article from skift.com and I have to say, I thought it was the most Dubai headline I'd read in a, in a, in a while. Uh, I mean, he's referring to not enough real estate being built. Now, as an agent, uh, I'm not sure he's actually right because I'm witnessing a constant flow of luxury projects aimed at the super wealthy from developers such as Omniat, Select, Ellington and Nikhil, uh, just to just to name name a few. I do understand that the UA's population is expected to grow from its current 3.5 million to around five and a half million by 2030, and many of these will obviously be high net worth in net worth individuals, especially from India, UK, and Russia. But I believe there is presently enough high end real estate being built to cater for the projected numbers. We talk to some of the most influential figures in the real estate industry, from leading commentators to investors to real estate principals on the Dubai Property Podcast. So, Mario, do you know this answer to this question, and that is how many high net worth individuals in Dubai are there? Do you have a, a handle on that? Yeah, I do. I mean, last year, UAE attracted approximately 5,200 wealthy individuals. Uh, but this year, it's anticipated that a further 4,500 millionaires will, will have moved uh, to the Emirates. Now, currently, Dubai has an estimated, get this, 67,000 millionaires. Now, I agree that's a lot of wealthy people. However, as long as the developers keep up with their luxury launches, I do feel there'll be enough real estate to go around. And for now, uh, they appear to be doing exactly that. 
So some people are making a complaint, are they, just in terms of how many multimillionaires are in Dubai? I don't think anybody's complaining about that, <laughs> to be very honest with you, Craig. But uh, I, I do have a thought on it, though. If we do continue to just build luxury, and whilst I appreciate a lot of high net worth individuals will be coming to the UAE, I'm wondering whether we might actually become sort of like a Monte Carlo, where only the rich uh, and wealthy people can actually afford to live here. For now, we're, we're not there and, and we're not necessarily, you know, going to, to those p- uh, positions. But if it just keeps going on that everything you can buy is, is, you know, 10 million or plus, I do wonder exactly where Dubai will go in the future. Yeah, and it's a good point because this is why some of the developers are going for those middle-income earners that we talked about just at the weekend. And if you have a look at the projected growth from 3.5 million to this 5.5 million by 2030, you're not going to do it if your sole focus is on the high net worth individuals because only so many of them will come. Yeah, and also uh, in the hotel market, I mean, the, the, the new hotels that are being built, they're just building the five-star ones. They do really need to be building four-star, or dare, dare I say, even some some three-star, three-star plus hotels, you know, to cater for, for the budget traveler as well. But anyway, we are. Mar- that's why I don't think uh, that Mr. Alabar is actually correct in, in his approach, thinking that he should be concerned. I don't think he should be concerned at all. Okay, so that is our take on it. Don't be concerned. Concern, express the positivity. And also in the press, now there's some talk about Dubai being number one, the number one city for attracting talent. Not only talent, plenty of money and plenty of ideas. Yeah, this is that uh, Dubai has been named number one in in the actual uh, MENA region for capital ideas and talent. So basically for the third consecutive year, Dubai retains its leading position in the Middle East and North African region and was also ranked 23rd out of its Global Cities report as well. Now, that actually is one place down from 2022. Dubai has been a, a top choice for multinationals who want to set up their head offices in the region, mainly thanks to the great infrastructure, investor-friendly regulations, uh, safety and security. That's super important. And obviously the easy connectivity with major cities worldwide. Dubai is also a top recipient of tourist inflows. And with that capital spending, which helps the local economy, economy enormously, capitalizing on the continuation of international travel to pre-pandemic levels, means that large volumes of migrant talent and tourism continues to flow into the Emirate. But I mean, interestingly, though, the the top positions of the, the world cities were taken up by New York, London, Paris, Tokyo and Beijing. Yeah, so I think that that is probably likely set to continue to be in that number one position. Now, we talk about all sorts of different places, of course, throughout the UAE. Just before I let you go, I know that you're hitting the road very shortly. Why don't you tell the the listeners, particularly for those that are outside of the UAE, where you're going and why that's a potential real estate market? Yes, we're off today to uh, a retreat in Alain. It's a senior management training program 
to learn how to communicate better with, uh, with our agents. So hopefully this will uh, transform us into better managers and in the weeks and months to come, we'll be able to report more and more deals. How about that? So what about uh, where you're staying? Like, uh, this is obviously a nice little spot there. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, as it says, it's a retreat. It's right in the desert. It takes two hours to get there from Dubai. So I'm not sure quite what to expect, but I've, I've packed my gym kit so that I can maybe go and do a bit of jogging if there is any free time. It's only for one night. We'll be coming back to Dubai uh, the following morning. All right. Well, once again, Mario, thanks for all of that very valuable information for our listeners this morning. I'll let you get out there into real estate world around the UAE and enjoy your day. Thank you very much, Craig, and I look forward to speaking to you next week. We are more than just a real estate podcast. We cover a multitude of subjects, including property data, current buyer-seller sentiment, and the mood of the market. Follow each week all of the main talking points and know your property. Understand Dubai's property laws and regulations. Seek professional guidance to navigate the intricacies of the buying process because everything, Matthew, from there will run a lot more smoothly for you. Yeah, indeed. I think buying a house here, if you're lucky enough to be able to afford one, certainly when you come into Dubai, is different to the UK or is different to the US and Europe. Here, once you sign the MOU or once you sign that contract, there's no real pulling out. You've put a 10% deposit down on the sale value and that's non-negotiable. In the UK, of course, right up until you actually exchange contracts, anyone can pull out any one time. Here, once you sign it, once you find a house, and you say, yes, I want it. You put down 10%, you sign the MOU, you're in. Don't forget to subscribe. We have so many episodes, all designed to help you better understand the constantly evolving and dynamically changing real estate property market. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate. 